You are now listening to the season finale of Talks with the Chatterbox. 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 Welcome to the 14th episode and season one finale mm-hmm. of Talks with the Chatterbox. You're here with none other than Sean Anthony, a.k.a. the Pro Chatterbox, and my co-host. Joseph, a.k.a. Baritone Levy, a.k.a. Thrillium Dent, a.k.a. Verbal Assassin, a.k.a. No AKs. A.k.a. Kufi Kente. <laughs> Kufi <laughs> <laughs> I had to come up with a big one for the season finale But that's right 14 episodes deep 3.5 months strong Bro, how does it feel? Come a long way Yo, it feels good, man I remember try- struggling to get the first episode out We had like <laughs> we recorded like four episodes four That never days. aired Yeah, yeah. And then we finally got one out. Man, it's, it's good. It's After a, the first one, though, it's been just like rolling. Oh, yeah. So part, yeah. yeah. It's been a dope, dope journey. Uh, you know, a lot of growth, uh, a lot of good times, a lot of <laughs> funny, oh, hilarious yeah, times. Yeah, there's been some moments, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty happy with the way season one turned out. But um, before we get into it, I just want to give a very, very special thank you, shout out. <laughs> To all you listeners, yes, from the day ones to the A ones, thank y'all. Mm-hmm. You know this wouldn't be what it is right now without your support, word of mouth. You know, yeah. questions, suggestions, comments, love, hatred, all of that contributed yep. to this journey. So I just want to give you all a thank you, and to let y'all know, hey, <laughs> season two, just be ready. We got stuff coming, man. Uh, we're coming yeah. back in 2021 and let's say y'all have time to get ready for what we're going to come with because man oh man man and all the haters <laughs> enjoy your vacation because <laughs> you're gonna need it but uh what's gonna happen in our season one finale well in social it's only fitting since we've covered this story the most that we end <laughs> with uh, just the 2020 wrap-up of the Tory Lanez, Megan the Stallion situation. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. Um, we'll also be talking about the upcoming verses that's been long awaited between Ashanti and Keisha Cole. Yeah. Uh, and we'll question if Chet Hanks is verbally racist. Oh, man. Uh, or is he just what I think he is, a dumb clout chaser. <laughs> uh, for entertainment... <laughs> We're going to be just giving a quick shout out to the youngest Hollywood executive producer by the use of some black girl magic. Mm-hmm. We'll also be talking about the Christmas Day movie releases. It's going to be a jam-packed day. Uh, also, we'll be talking about the Warner Brothers HBO Max movie streaming release collaboration plan yeah. for 2021. And some of the big names that's included on that list. For geek culture, who we talk about Marvel's Hawkeye, we talk about uh, the Solid Snake movie coming up. Uh, will Cyberpunk 2077 actually be released this week? And then for sports, we talk about NBA opening night and Christmas game day lineups and a fight 
that I'm still questioning why it's even a card, but the Paul versus Mayweather exhibition. And then for life, we'll be getting into COVID number updates. Uh, the Indian farmer protests going around the globe. Uh, Obama and his opinion on defund the police, as well as the Republicans. Oh, so credible key witness in the U.S. election voter fraud case. All that and more in store into season one finale of Talks with the Chatterbox. Stay tuned. It's the Talks with the Chatterbox. So in our last social segment of 2020, we're going to be talking about this. <laughs> um, have we talked about this situation in every episode at least once or at least mentioned I, I, it? I feel like our Almost. first episode, we talked about the shooting. Oh, wow. I feel like I, w- I might be wrong, but okay. I doubt it. Charles Barkley voice. But that should be like a back. scavenger hunt. Yeah, <laughs> go back man. to the pilot <laughs> and, and see... One of the things I have planned for next uh, next season is giveaways. So we should do yeah. like a scavenger hunt, like like uh, Easter eggs and stuff. Yeah. If you can pinpoint the first time we spoke about the Tory Lanes <laughs> and Meg Thee Stallion, I feel like shooting. it was first or second episode, man. Well, it's so so poetic <laughs> that we're gonna be talking about our season finale by comparing the 2020 Spotify numbers wrap up between Bruh. Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanes. Uh, because the thing was, Tory Lanez was going to get canceled. That's what everybody was saying. Mm-hmm. I still haven't heard Daystar. I think Tory Lanez is very talented. I like his mm-hmm. music. I just I haven't listened to it of late because I'm not sure what the situation is. Yeah. It is proven that Tory Lanez did, in fact, shoot Megan Thee Stallion. I don't think I can roll with him. I, I, yeah. can't, I can't roll with abuse of, of women, right? I know Meg herself has admitted that she can be, she can push buttons. Mm. She can but physical, even so, man. But sure, that yeah, yeah. It's, it's whatever. Shooting a woman, nah, that there's no, there's no yeah, excuse for that, bro. unless they're they're an immediate threat to your life. Yeah. So, uh, with that being said, a lot of people were claiming to cancel Tory. A lot of people have reduced their support of Tory, and it still looks like Tory thrived in 2020. Um, he. Wrapped up the year with 1.3 billion streams, 68.3 million hours of listening, uh, 75.8 million listeners, and that's his wrap-up. Interesting. Guess how much Megan's was. Oh, I don't know. How much should this be? Not that far off, bro. It was 1.5 billion streams. Yeah. That was like people, a lot of people listening Yeah. And, and while she has... Like, like she has 104.6 million listeners while Tory Lanez only has 75.8. So she has more listeners, um, but it looks like Tory Lanez's dedicated base kind of showed yeah. even more support. Um, again, it everything's alleged. Nothing, nothing's yeah, really... Yeah, that too. Because I'm sure before, because Daystar came out in like, was it August or something? Or September. September. Yeah. yeah. But before before the stuff happened in July, he was getting really really popular, oh, yeah. 
and quarantine like, radio was the big, quarantine yeah. radio exactly and like yeah. that was forcing people to go back and listen to like his new toronto tape and stuff which i think came out a little bit before that yeah so that could that could be it as well my, my thing is just that so july august september october november so four months three four months right um that's four months of Tory going down in terms of his uh, image and publicity and four months of Megan going up. Yeah. So it's hard for me to tell, cause I'm curious what their numbers were before that incident. Cause I want to see like, what was more effective? Like yeah. the dirt being put on Tory's name or <laughs> Megan deciding rising from the situation. Right. So, mm. you know, it's interesting. Uh, one thing though, is that, the one thing everybody kept saying is that Tory doesn't like just stop like being poetic about it. Stop being subliminal and stuff. And just, just tell us to say what did you do yeah. or not. Um, a fan or a, a follower was saying he needs to say if he shot or not. And Tory Lanez responded saying, I realized that not everybody heard me say, no, I did not on my album because they mistaken the black man expressing his innocence for insensitivity. As if we ain't all fighting the same fight. As if exiling a successful man is the answer to a problem bigger than him. You'll get more than you need to know when court resumes. So Tori's pretty confident in saying not only he did not shoot Megan, but once the case opens up, the truth I reveal. Okay. Um, My thing is, then why'd you delay the court case? In anyway, hey, mm. <laughs> yeah, mm. that's my thing. If you, if if you're saying the truth will come out once the court date drops, why yeah. is a court date being postponed more than Cyberpunk 2077? I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, like I always it, get a little worried when people push court dates back like multiple times. I don't know. Um. Yeah. My my thing is I can't listen to Daystar because I don't want to listen to his music and be like, yo, this slaps. He's a talented dude. It just sucks that he's a terrible like I know, I know there's I know there's gonna be some bangers on there, but like I yeah, can't Yeah, it just sucks like, that he's a terrible person. <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant, you know. So sometimes you just can't have that ice cream, man. Sometimes you just can't have that, that mac and cheese, you know, choose, <laughs> like, peace. Like, like, choose peace. <laughs> that's it. Sometimes you just gotta accept things as they should be accepted. So, um, all right, moving on versus TV. Uh, so they just announced that the next matchup in their season two lineup will be between Ashanti and Keisha Cole. Yep, coming up Saturday, December twelfth. At 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. And as always, drinks that aren't actually drunk during <laughs> during the events will be sponsored by Ciroc. Oh, yeah. I ain't never seen no one drink that Ciroc. No, never. <laughs> never. So, no. But um, no, Ciroc's not bad. I mess with Ciroc. It's, like it's not was, bad, yeah. yeah I, I had it like years ago, like when I was in the States. It's not bad. Um, but yeah, this, I was waiting for this. They've been going back and forth at each other. When did they start going back and forth at each other? Was it like Brandy and Monica? Yeah. She, like, I think it was Ashanti was basically like, yo, she's ready. Like, yeah. was it her that said that? I, I, think like Keisha, her. I think Keisha extended the invite. Yeah. And Ashanti quickly accepted. Yeah. She was basically like, yo, like, let's work. <laughs> like, one of those. 
is so, it is it fair yeah. to say um this is the A side versus B side? Yeah. Cause yeah. I, I see Ashanti as more of an A side. A side and artist. Kishko is like B side. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the people that know about her music, like you know about her music. Yeah. Like because yeah. she wasn't really on the radio that much. No. But when you heard her songs, you're like, oh yeah, this song. Is oh yeah, she she yeah. had some pipes on her, man. She yeah. she, she just didn't have the like murder ink machine like behind her like Ashanti. No, so no, she but didn't. This will be good, man. There's gonna be some throwbacks, man. Yeah, I, I'm giving it to Ashanti though. Ashanti, I has feel like way feel like too many weapons. That's way what I feel weapons. like. But when again, whenever I've said things like this, <laughs> it's always just. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's gone downhill. I, so it's gonna be good. She has yeah. her whole jaw rule catalog. She that's has what I'm saying. Like, but Kishko she has, has like some. All yo, the, she's got some bullets in the in the chamber, man. Oh yeah, she no, she got she's got a few nukes. That no yeah. no doubt about that. The one thing I will say to all the the listeners out there who are in a relationship with a black woman. They're be on your um, best behavior that night, bro. Well, not even just black women, but just just let's just say. Be a little extra sweet that 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 night. Yeah, That's yo. Yeah. If you want to avoid, if you want to avoid conflict, Keisha Cole's got that. <laughs> you know that razor blade punch you in the throat. Oh music yeah, sometimes, she'll so. she'll she'll make your girl go to DefCon Five real quick, <laughs> real quick. So just be extra sensitive, yeah. be extra gentle. Buy, maybe buy her some flowers. You know, treat it like Valentine's Day because this is. It's more for you than for her. Trust me. Trust yeah. me on this one. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm excited for that. I've been waiting for yeah. that. I'm a fan of both. So, and I'll definitely be tuning in. Now, let's move on to the main event of the segment. Chet Jafakin, Clout Chasing Hanks. Started a clubhouse. And I thought about this and I'm like, this is what this is. This is what Clubhouse is. He saw Kevin Hart try to use Clubhouse for viral marketing and his clout chasing senses were tingling. Yeah. And he's like, let me jump on this and, and, and start riding this wave now. Because until he started speaking to fake it, I had no idea who this guy was. I had no idea, man. I don't even remember anything really Not about him. I was like, yo, I mean, I guess he has a son, sure. <laughs> then, like, I was like, like this his guy? last name was the only thing I knew, and it, yeah. he's named after a snack. So, yeah. for those who, who aren't in the know, uh, Tom Hanks' son, Chet Hanks, decided to uh, don a Jamaican accent at, was it the Grammys? An attempt at a Jamaican accent. Yeah. At, at an award, uh, Go- Golden Globes. Golden Globes. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I do I dare? We've we've played it. Once why, why not? It's the season finale. <laughs> let's let's let our hair loose and go wild. Are you going back <laughs> to the, the first one? The first uh, yeah, encounter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the original. Here we go. Oh yeah. Big up, big up the whole island massive. It's your boy Chetana coming straight from that golden gloves. You are saying. Okay, that's that's all that when we, I promise you that's the only that's all we're gonna play. We're not gonna play anything else because I can't even take any more than that. But yeah, he he had a, a string of videos donning that same horrendous accent. Oh man. Um and now 
he's back in the headlines because he started a clubhouse that allowed <laughs> people to express how they felt about him mimicking the Jamaican dialect. And we're going to play a snippet of the calamity that went down. Oh, you have a snippet? Oh, no. Oh, no. You're asking me, am I ever going to do the Jamaican accent again? Yo, hold on. (laughs) Regarding the environment. When you're in in an environment where there are no Jamaicans, no people that understand or are sympathetic to the Caribbean, to Jamaicans at all. If you just basically breaking capitalize people. Like, are you walking into a, are you going to walk into a room of people and just use it? Or, you know, are you going to, you know, it, it, are you going to limit it guys, to... Guys, it's, 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 really it. As, it's, it's really as simple as this. Like, like, if I get on a binge where I'm watching a bunch of English gangster movies and I, and, and I go around and just going about my day-to-day business, like ordering a coffee at Starbucks and I'm with my friend and I go, hey, give, give me a latte, governor. <laughs> like... It's not coming from a place of, oh, I'm going to sh** these English people. You know what I mean? Like, English people were oppressed. English people were not oppressed. All right. And then it just gets like a lot of crossfire. Oh, yeah. I told as soon as he said that, I'm like, oh, no, that's a bad example. One thing, one thing I just noticed, just listening to that, uh, Similar to the Kevin Hart clubhouse was yep. they both said, guys, it's really, it's, it's this simple. And I just realized like that tonality is not the best, uh, especially when you're addressing women in particular to, because yeah. it, you're, it's almost like subliminally suggesting like, um, like it's not that serious. Like, how, like well, yeah. it's not as serious or how are you able not, how are you not able to understand? Yeah. Like, you know, like, like belittling them and stuff. That's true. So I, I just that was just a quick observation. Now my point or my opinion on this may start may blindside a few of our viewers, but um, I actually agree. I don't think it's that serious. I don't think no, because he's an idiot. Yeah. Like he's a moron. You're yeah, taking like him when too, he did it, I, when he did it, and like people were reacting to it, it wasn't like it. It's it's stupid, and he shouldn't be doing it. But if he did it around me, I would just be like, okay, you're like kind of cringy. But like it yeah. wouldn't, it wouldn't. Like you're embarrassing there's Jamaican yourself. people I know who hear that. And I'm like, they're like, what, that's, what's wrong That's with the him? thing. I took a poll <laughs> of all the Jamaicans in my life. I, I called my mom. You know, I, I talked to some of my they Jamaican coworkers, funny, and nobody felt funny. offended. They no, actually kind of like. like yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and exactly. just keep moving. Because, because. Like historically, every race under the sun has been trying to mimic that Jamaican accent. Oh yeah, and it always like from Hollywood movies sounds more like, Irish or Leprechaun-y. have always tried to mimic yeah. the the patois, and it just never comes out. And it always Patos. just sounds like him. <laughs> so. Jamaican, yeah. Uh, so man. my my thing is um, my issue with Clubhouse and why I probably will never enter a clubhouse even when they go on android uh because right now you can only go on it if you have an iphone iphone yeah. is um it just feels like there's a bunch of academics who want to like spit their textbook knowledge on a situation like it like it used to remind me of the conversations and arguments I used to get into uh at university where yeah. it's like everything gets a dissertation it gets like a freaking yes. verbal essay 
where mm-hmm. we're going to spit out as much of the vocabulary that we had, we learned at something and kind of just add layers and dissect it to the quantum level unnessarily, yeah. you know, and it's it, it just a lot of, it's like a sea of pretentiousness of like, it is they, true. you know, and, and, I, it 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 doesn't need to get to that level. I don't think Chet's doing it because he has disrespect for the the, the history of Jamaica. Yeah, <laughs> he's just saying. an idiot. He's just it. He's an idiot. Like, he's a moron. Yeah, like and, and he he actually said at the end because I I read the, an article that I was talking about and he said at the end that going forward he's not going to use it. Okay, so we'll see how long that lasts. You know, I would have a problem with him doing it if he was getting roles like jobs like in hollywood because there is a certain actress oh who will not be named oh, who is in a very big critically acclaimed she won an award oh you know God. she I, i'm not gonna say who it is but i'm gonna say who it is her name <laughs> is a brand of water that black people don't really drink so you can probably just deduce that but basically, she said she got roles in Hollywood by doing a black scent. And people, uh, half the people were saying, oh, yeah, that's whatever. You that's know just what? Like Not, bro, bro, up. this is this is a season finale. Drop the name. <laughs> Drop the name. No no censorship. Aquafina. Drop the name. <laughs> Same girl from Crazy Rich Agents. All right. Okay. I'll and that. Super th- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I think we can end it there, yeah? Yeah, yeah man, do your Googles, find out. The social segment, <laughs> goddamn. Entertainment coming up next. It's the talks with the chatterbox. All right, so let's start it off with some black excellence. So Marseille Martin breaks the Guinness World Record for youngest Hollywood executive producer. So Marseille Martin plays one of the twins uh, on Blackish. She was in the Mr. Peabody and Sherman show. Um, Yeah, and she was in the movie Little. But she wasn't just acting in the movie Little. She was also an executive producer of the movie Little, right? Um, She was 14. Yeah, that's wild, man. 14, right? So, that's the power of black girl magic, man. Yo, we're going to be reading about her, like, soon in in Forbes. Like, I'm calling her from now, man. Oh, yeah. I I see that, too. Um, So, shout out to you, Marseille Martin. Keep doing the damn thing. Yeah. You know, keep 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 killing it. Um, so now let's talk about December twenty fifth, this Christmas. A lot of things are happening this Christmas. You were you refused to tell me before what was coming out, so I'm uh, curious. Item number one, Monster Hunter. That's right, oh, Monster Hunter. It's <laughs> said Tony to John, be, uh, yeah, yeah, Girl. yeah, set to be released December twenty fifth in theaters. Uh, I'm not sure what the streaming counterpart or if there's a streaming counterpart to that. I hope not. But yeah, uh, for a reminder, the tagline reads, A portal transports Lieutenant Artemis and an elite unit of soldiers to a strange world where powerful monsters rule with deadly ferocity. 
Faced with relentless danger, the team encounters a mysterious hunter who may be their only hope to find a way home. Now, if Monster Hunter isn't your cup of tea, uh, you'll surprise, have surprise. Soul. So Soul is actually set to be released both in theaters and Disney Plus. Soul, Soul should be good. So Soul's good. I, I've been looking for that. We reviewed it here uh, on one of the episodes. But just a reminder... The tagline reads, Joe is a middle school band teacher whose life hasn't quite gone the way he expected. His true passion is jazz and he's good. But when he travels to another realm to help someone find their passion, he soon discovers what it means to have soul. Once again, that's on Disney Plus and movie theaters. Uh, and then you have Wonder Woman being released on HBO Max and theaters. Yeah, this movie long as hell. Also on Christmas Day. Tagline once again reads, Wonder Woman squares off against Maxwell Lord and the Cheetah, a villainess who possesses superhuman strength and agility. And there's one okay. that kind of caught me off guard. One Night in Miami. Okay. What is this? This movie, I'll just read the tagline and you can get what I, why I'm excited about it. On the night of February 25th, 1964 in Miami, Cassius Clay joins Jim Brown, Sam Cooke, and Malcolm X, and they discuss the responsibility of being successful black men during the civil rights movement. Directed by Regina King? Yes, sir. Like the Regina King? Yes, sir. Huh. And that, okay. is, that is being set to be dropped uh, on... It's in the, select U.S. theaters December 25th. Uh, and then it's going to be at, released on Amazon Prime Video January 15th. Okay. I'm very curious for that one. Yeah. I, that... I am too. So mm. a, lot of, a lot of choices to be made on Christmas what? Day. But now let's go from one single day of the year to the entire year. Uh, because recently it was announced that Warner Brothers and HBO Max is going to be doing one of probably one of the biggest collaboration yeah, efforts. Yeah, this is very bold. Uh, WB has committed to be launching its entire slate of blockbuster movies for 2021 simultaneously in theaters and on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. So that's, I, I don't know if that's a massive win for Warner Brothers, but it's definitely a massive win for HBO Max. Yeah, because that's never been done before. Or at nope. least I don't think so. And this is like a really bold. Extent. But you know, if this is successful, hopefully we see more like studios and things doing that, especially now because theaters are like somewhat closed down in certain exactly. parts of the world. So if this works, wait till you hear the lineup plan for this collaboration. Lineup is so we have the little things set to drop January 29th, starring. Denzel Washington. Uh, I'm not sure when the last time I saw Denzel Washington. Sorry, wasn't it like Equalizer 2? I think so. It might have been that or Fences, one of them. Yeah, because then he used more in his producer bag, uh, yeah. letting his letting his son kind of get some yeah some wind beneath his wings. Uh, and then Tom and Jerry that is going to be dropping like March March 5th. Yeah, I saw the trailer. It was funny. It looks interesting, definitely. Yeah. Um, and then The Many Saints of Newark, March 12th. This is the prequel to The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Um, featuring the Punisher himself, John Bernthal. 
It's gonna be good, man. The Punisher, Shane from The Walking Dead. And of course, Ray Liotta. Come on, man. Come on. Bro, you know he's already going to be the bad guy. You know? Hugh Jackman has a sci-fi drama coming out on April 16th called Reminiscence. Um, Godzilla versus Khan, May 21st. Um, the Conjuring. Conjuring. They still make these. Um, are they are they good? The first two are really really good. I don't remember anything of the third. There's been but four. This could be if they bring back the cast. Oh uh, uh, yeah. So the Conjuring, the Devil Made Me Do It, is set to drop June fourth. Okay. Um, Space Jam: A New Legacy. Uh, this is set to drop July sixteenth. Um, Suicide Squad. August 6th, um, that will include Idris Elba, John Cena, you know, and the return of Margot Robbie, um, Nathan Fillion's in it. Yeah. Dune, another uh, sci-fi adaptation, is going to be dropping October 1st. That one's going to be starring Oscar Isaac, uh, as well as Rebecca Ferguson, Josh Brolin, um, Zendaya, Jason Moa. Dave Batista, um, King Richard. So this is a Will Smith film uh, where he betrays the father of the Williams sisters, Venus and Serena. Yo, this 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 Will Smith hatred, <laughs> man. So something's got to be done about this Will Smith hatred, um, and a film that I am so upset exists, <laughs> The Matrix Four. What how, is the story? This is the thing's done. <laughs> how do you have two flops after one of the greatest sci-fi films of all time, and try a fourth time? No, and the I definition swear, of insanity? I <laughs> basically yeah, it is. And I swear the the third one they blew up the whole mate. Well, spoiler alert: whoever who's never seen the last Matrix movie, they reboot the entire system. So. Technically, well, we should not have this. <laughs> well, this is gonna have uh, Keanu Reeves, of course. Carrie Ann Moss is coming back as Trinity. Jada Pinkett, Entanglement Smith, um, Lambert oh, Wilson. Yaha is gonna be yeah, yeah. Okay. So, we'll uh, let's move off from trash and move on yep. to a movie I'm actually excited for: Judas yes. and the Black Messiah. Yeah, this one's gonna be big. Um, all right. Daniel Kaluuya, the man from Get Out, uh, he was in Black Panther. Yeah. He will play Fred Hampton leading up to his murder following an FBI investigation involving William O'Neill, which will be played by Lakeith Stanfield, um, a criminal turned informant who went undercover in the Black Panther Party. So I, I'm, I've, I've been waiting for a decent Black Panther movie. Um, so yeah. I'm, I'm excited for this one. Um, then you have uh, Myrtle Combat 2021. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's it. I think those are all the only ones worth mentioning. Yeah. Um, some main ones. So, so Matrix 4. In, in conclusion, this is driving me to try to get HBO Max. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. Um, it's uh, a new wave. It's, right? it's hooking me in now, yeah. Um, any of these movies I can see in theater, I am because I, I want to support cinema uh, and the industry. 
And if this is proven successful, then we could get the Marvel Universe movies coming out. You know what I'm saying? So fingers crossed that this is all a success. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, I hope this goes well, and I hope these movies. More importantly, I hope majority of these movies live up to the hype and pass it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, but yeah, I think that's a great way to conclude the entertainment segment. Geek culture coming up next. It's the talks with the Chatterbox. And that concludes part one of the season finale. Part two will be dropped tomorrow. So until then, stay tuned.